Welcome to the Family Life Christian Center podcast. Here we aim to help you fulfill your highest calling in Christ by strengthening your relationship with God, your community, and yourself. We hope you enjoy this week's message. What I'm going to talk about is God's ways. His I'm going to use another term, attributes. Okay, so I'm going to really go through this fast. If you're taking notes, um, get your pencils out. Otherwise, look, uh, watch it again later on this week, okay? But ways uh, in the Greek means this, a road, a course of life, a mode of action, a conversation, a custom, a journey, a, ma- a manner. And then attributes, I, I'm going to use that back and forth, interchange those, means a quality, a character, or a characteristic ascribed to someone or something. So let me stage things for this vignette this morning, and hopefully I can do this in 10 minutes because I timed myself. In Genesis, we'll go there. Um, It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. One thing I noticed here, by the way, a little side note is, it doesn't say we have dominion over each other. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So think about it. Our children, are, or think about children being made in the image of their parents. You may have not thought of it that way. You see, God, we think of God as uh, making us in his image. But look, look at our offspring. God is the ultimate image. He's the ultimate pattern. But children take on some of each parent's traits. We literally become one with the one that created us. Okay, now keep that in mind. We'll get to the end. You'll see it'll all come together. We also find that oneness, oneness is from God. Okay, we find it in marriage. So go to Matthew 19, 4 through 6. Haven't you read? He replied that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. They are no longer two but one, one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. So we are individuals, yet we are one. Hmm. We are God's offspring, yet we are one with him. We carry his attributes. Are you listening to that? We carry his attributes. So most of us were taught that when Adam and Eve disobeyed the instruction of God, they became separated from God. Well, I'm here to challenge your thinking. You know, as a man thinks, so is he. And what happens to us a lot of times is we don't think. And I I feel like if God's done nothing else, he's given me the purpose of making people think. (laughs) And think about what you believe. Well, what they really did is they chose to reject Jeremiah 29, 11. Plans to prosper them, not to harm them. Plans to give them a hope and a future. And it's called disobedience. So think about it. God still spoke to Adam and Eve in the garden. He didn't want to separate from them. He was looking for them. 
they took on the mindset of separation. God never went anywhere. I gotta pull this up a little more. Oh wait, we'll go ahead. So in Genesis 3, 9 through 11, it says, But the Lord God called out to man, Where are you? See, he was looking for them. Of course, he knew where they were, but he was looking for them to answer. And what happened is they said, or Adam said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. He hid himself. Who told you that you were naked? Asked the Lord God. Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? And eventually God drove them out of the garden. But listen, honestly, it is likely that God drove them out of that garden because he loved them. Did you ever think about that? He loved them so much, not because, because he did not want them to have a permanent mindset of separation. He didn't want them to be in a mindset permanently of being separated by him. In all reality, they weren't. And it would have happened had they eaten of the tree of life. So love motivated him to drive them out of the garden. And thankfully, he had a plan B, so to say, but he still had a plan. And that was Jesus, our redemption. And you know, all of this to give us freedom to choose. To me, it's like what a patient and faithful God. Very patient. So we go on. So far, let me tell you the attributes that I've seen. I hope that you've taken note of this. He's a creator. He creates. He's creative. He made us in his image. He did this to no other living thing. (laughs) Only us. So he must value us and he must believe in us. He's the author of oneness. He made us one with him. We are one with the greatest. There is no greater. He loves us. He wanted fellowship with us. He is patient. He is faithful. He is merciful. He is gracious. And he is wise. Okay, let's go to 1 Corinthians 30 30, uh, through 31. It is because of him, which it is because of God, that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. You know, he gets all the glory. Like you said, Natalie, nothing is ours. I mean, it didn't come from us. The air we breathe, the faith we have, you know, everything comes from him. So you go to James 3.17. If Jesus has become wisdom to us, we need to know what wisdom is. And it says, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. I mean, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. I think I need some water. (laughs) Um, I'll get it in a minute, though. Let's see. That was 11 more attributes I just shared with you. Okay? That's, we, what if we take, I hope I haven't gone five minutes yet. Maybe I have but I'm almost uh, finished. Prayer. So I'm going to bring this back to prayer. God has me in a season of learning as much as I possibly can about prayer. I've never been called to this like this before. It's the first time in my life it's been this intense. And prayer, simply, I'm going to make it a simple, you know, uh, phrase so you can hold on to it and begin to meditate on it. But it's spiritual communion with God. 
Now, what does that mean? It, it includes conversations. It could be good conversations with God. It could be hard ones. But he's a safe place, so that's okay. Um, don't hold back. It's declarations of truth or declarations of his word, declarations of promises. And it's decreeing. It's, it's determining order and justice. And we're declaring it and decreeing it, okay? So knowing the attributes of God will start your prayer life on a good track. Or today, it will change your prayer life to a healthy one. Often we are not praying effectively and we're not praying um, the things that are, we're trying to pray things that already are. Okay, that's not effective. So this list I gave you this morning is not exhaustive. What I love about family life is they don't preach and teach that only they can get these things. They want to make sure that everybody in these seats and that calls themselves part of this body knows they can have the same exact thing, okay? So um, the, your next step is for you to study. You are to hang out with him and get to know as many of his attributes as you can because that will allow you to get to know him. So when you go to pray, you will pray more effectively because you won't pray for things or ask for things that don't line up with his attributes. So when chaos, trials, and hard times come, guess what? You're going to remember the truth. You're going to remember his word. And Hebrews says that we train our senses to discern good from evil or good and evil. So you will know what's from him and what's not. So let me end with this. The world, have you ever in history, seen it crazier than it is today? Well, I'm sure we have as far as if you go back to the early days in the Bible. But let me give you a scripture. First John, I didn't put this out there, John, sorry. First John 4, 4. Ye are, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. I just want to read it in the mirrored translation. I'm sure some of you might be afraid to even look at the mirror translation. You've heard some crazy stuff out there, but let me tell you, it's good. Read it, because it brings uh, things alive. It says, my darling children, you have nothing to fear. Do not doubt for a moment the legitimacy of your sonship. You're, you originate in God and have already conquered the worldly religious system because of the unveiling of Christ in you, his living presence in you, is far, remember this, far, far superior to the feudal antichrist mindsets present in this world. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Christian Center podcast. We hope this message left you feeling encouraged, equipped, and empowered to fulfill your highest calling in Christ. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review and share us with your friends. That is a simple but significant way that you can help us spread the word about what we're doing here. And if you would like to support our mission financially, we would be honored if you would consider partnering with us through your giving. If you'd like to make a donation to Family Life, you can use Venmo or Zelle to the email address info at familylife.cc. You can also text any amount that you would like to give to the number 84321. 
If you would like more giving options or you would like to plan a visit or learn more about our church, please visit our website at familylife.cc. We would also love for you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram using the handle at familylifecc. Thanks again for listening and God bless.